-hmm. So as long as you stayed on budget, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. By the way, don't mention you're a wallaby because he hates wallaby. And the grandpa's just like, I smell a beaver. You're a beaver, right? And he's like, my ballroom is a bathroom, and he has a random ballroom in his house. And it's, it's also a bathroom, like. He just gets stuck in the side back of the one back. Frederator! Literally called inexplicit. Network that I inexplicably used all. Nope, it's a bunch of German words. That's what it means. Uh, I'm. Blue ball. Welcome to another episode of Comics, Cartoons, and Craft Beers, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, uh, Joe Weber, also here. I am your other host, John B. Croft. And today with us we have... Our guest, Jay Rasheed. Hey, how's it going? There we go. Hey, it's me. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Uh, today's theme is just cartoons your parents kind of missed out that were not appropriate for us, but we watched yeah. them anyway. With a full-on Y rating. Yeah, just yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, starting it off with Rocco's Modern Life, mm -hmm. and now the theme song stuck in everybody's head. Beautifully, though. It's that amazing. part where he says, Spunky! Spunky! He repeats it, he repeats it twice, so dumbest, I'll never forget it. Dumbest dog in cartoon history? By, by a lot? That dog is a stooge, uh, man. He gets into a lot of well. What's a dumb dog from cartoon history? He was just so adorable to me, though. I know he was, it's he like was just so lovable. Scooby Doo solved mysteries. Adorable, yeah. Snoopy would fight, you know, Russians. Santa's little helper. Santa, Santa's also, little helper. Yeah, stooge. he had his moments, but I yeah. mean, Spunky dated a mop. That was Christian, <laughs> by the way, our tech guru for yes, this episode. Thank from you very a shared much. Shared universe. Shared universe podcast studio. A beautiful, a beautiful place. place. It's nice to be here. Yep. Beautiful people. Also, uh, we're drinking three different beers today. Uh, John, actually, with a cider. I have a cider. Uh, do, you, do you know any information about where that's from? I think uh, it was from Ross. I think it's from Mars. Uh, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> you can really taste the Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. like the red dust. Yes. They're not like, I didn't know they not had like apples normal, on Mars. Not like normal boring Mars, but like total recall Mars. Like, it, this, <laughs> is, this is good shit. Like oh, Futurama man. Mars? Yeah. Like, with, the theme, with the theme park and everything? <laughs> total recall. Um, Jay has a uh, cane head high. Gotta love cane stuff. It's I'm my, there. It's my go-to. Yeah, I I live less than a mile from it, so it's dangerous for me. I'm inexplicably Lucky broke, um, and I'm drinking a single cut, literally called inexplicit. I can't say that word today. Inexplicably used. All nope. It's a bunch of German words. That's what it means. Uh, I'm not gonna try that again. Single cut with two dots over the U. I should have known better. Umlaut. Umlaut. Festivier. Sure. <laughs> I'm German. I should know these things. Festa beer. Awesome. You don't know Festa beer? No. It reminds me. No, no, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back to Rocco, though. Um, yeah. Can we talk about how, all, like, I mentioned that it's something that our parents would never have let us watch ever. No, yeah. if they watched it with us and sat down and caught all the sex jokes in it, absolutely not. Not a chance. Not there's one no, There's no way. Dude. Yep. But they, uh, they dodged it mostly because Ren and Stimpy was on air. 
I, I, yeah. That was actually the one thing that I was thinking about when watching uh, Rago's Modern Life, because as far as like Nickelodeon went with their cartoons at the time, they had Doug and Rugrats, which were, which were very grounded, like regular. Wholesome. Like, they they <laughs> were just regular people. And then on the other end of the spectrum, they had Ren and Stimpy, which was just irreverent, just out of nowhere, like manic, manic. And Rago's Modern Life kind of really was like the in between of those two, where it was like, yeah, it's a wallaby, it's a cow, it's a turtle. By the same time, they lived regular lives. Like he had a nine to five job. Right. He had like he had bills to pay. And, and it was just like the regular shit from like you getting your first apartment. All of those things brought to the most extreme level. Like cleaning his house turned into a vacuum gone yep. awry. <laughs> Succomatic. But that's always been a winning formula for cartoons. Oh, like, for sure. I, yeah. That's what I love about uh, regular show. Regular oh, yeah. show was literally just that. It was this. It was the regular going mm-hmm. about life story, coming of age, but always just elevated to yeah. a level. It didn't need to go, but it was glorious because of it. The difference being True. they were totally normal until the climax was about to hit, and then it just suddenly you're interdimensional and in oh, space. Oh, yeah, balls and, to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah total yeah. acid trip. And we, meanwhile, Rocco, through the entire thing, you are on a trip. It gets gradually more ridiculous. Yep, yep, yep. And, he gets uh, a credit card. He buys one thing with it. We're gonna take your house tomorrow. He gets yep. the fucking call. Like he's given <laughs> an like, iota of power at work, and suddenly he's an exact replica of the boss. He's like fuming, <laughs> and he's got the suit. And yeah, and he's screaming, "Robot, get up here!" Like Phil over God. and over and over again. Oh Philbert's a great character. Mm-hmm. He had some amazing character development. I love Philbert. Started yeah. started out as a like a throwaway character yeah. just like a regular like in the first two just, seasons like a background but there's more and more like just a, oh he's their friend now and yep. like yeah total neurotic turn, turn the page you wash up. your hands yeah. turn the page you wash your hands was this also like Tom Kenny's like real debut as a voice this actor was, was, was it, this one of his first shows it was his first in acting at all really like we're talking TV we're talking huh. like voiceover this was one of his first gigs ever and apparently he wow. nailed it because then he spun off to SpongeBob and all of his glory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, he spun off to SpongeBob right but, after yeah, Rocco. It skipped out. But I mean, that's just kind of how that whole crew went. Everyone, oh, yeah. Like, I think once so Rocco ended, it was like, all right, what are we going to do next? Well, I got this one show, said Steven yep. Hillenberg. Two guys went on to do Phineas and Ferb. One guy went on to for oh, Loud. That's a good one, too, some, uh, Loud Family. Loud House. Loud House. Loud House. Yes. Yeah. And one guy was the creator of SpongeBob. So, dude, literally, like, if you go down this list of credits, it's all great, amazing people in animation. Seth MacFarlane's in there somewhere. (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, but that's more Cartoon Network stuff. He worked at Hanna-Barbera back in the Mm -hmm. day. He was on uh, uh, Johnny Johnny Bravo. Bravo. Yes, he was, yep. And What a Cartoon, I think he did a couple of things with Mm -hmm. as well. He he did a lot of stuff early on. The composer for the song went on to do animation direction and did Family Guy, Simpsons, Wow. Fairly Odd Parents. She was oh, wow. the director for the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Nice. That wow. was a crossover. That's and a she great made, crossover, right? Like that is so good so for her. Underrated of a crossover. Oh, I feel like so, though, I feel oh, like yeah. crossovers kind of peaked after that point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, every, everything they after Jimmy Timmy Power stuff. Hour, I was just like, do I really care about no. this? Yeah. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour was the last animated crossover I cared about. Yep. It's like, it, well, I've already seen Jimmy Neutron go into Timmy Turner's world and vice versa. Everything and then after. And solve Justice a League. fucking adventure together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Side note, just for one second, I always wished that that was like 
like a movie movie because mm-hmm. like because it was yeah. both Nickelodeon properties that was a big enough idea for that to be a fucking smash in theaters yeah, yeah. can yeah. you imagine if Jimmy Timmy Power Hour was a Would theatrical a, film like the level le- feature well or they tried yeah. that once before with Rugrats Wild Thornberries yeah. mm. that was okay they didn't, I'm not that's not the same impressed. star power I know no. it was, they were a little past their prime I feel like but Jimmy Timmy were at the height when they decided to because they were still pumping out like Oh, we're getting way off topic here, but yeah. like they were doing that muffin movie for Tim, like oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Timmy yeah, Turner yeah. and shit. Oh like, yeah, the time muffins, oh, like, um, wish muffins. catastrophe. That's the one. damn it was, cuts, yep. man. It was yeah. I want to work for Nickelodeon, so I'm like <laughs> I, I, I I know all this shit. There was a point where I tried to become a writer on Fairly Odd Parents that's, before it oh, wow. before oh, it canceled. We have that's the perfect company, person man. producing the show Those right guys. now. I had an animation podcast, guys. Like this is my this is my wheelhouse, man. I love this field. I am all over this already. I know it's gonna be. A beautiful time, but uh, <laughs> my uh, we got to talk about more things that they got away with because, like, the uh, so many sex jokes. The name of the fried chicken restaurant, Chokey Chokey Chicken. chicken. Yeah, they caught it at some point and hadn't changed it to Chewy, Chewy so chicken. they gave in oh. just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But like, they had they had a fucking board game called Spank the Monkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just a monkey on a stick, and you literally smacked its already like the hair is gone off this ass, and it spins around, and that's your fucking turn. Like, or uh, when uh, he has all the different jobs and he works at the phone uh, sex yes. line. Oh, and they baby. don't even try to hide it. No. It's the just, sign <laughs> in the back says, be naughty, be something, be courteous. And all he's saying is just, oh, baby, oh, baby, baby oh, baby. Like, reading out the script. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When it, when, it was the wi- when it was the wife on the other line, <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-huh. shit. Yes. Mrs. Is big head, yeah. <laughs> Voiced by Charles Adler. I yeah, think that's I how you say that. him. Oh, Ed. It's yeah. just so clearly a man. Like, I love that. I will say... Rocco was a show that I didn't appreciate when it was on. Right. No, I will yeah, I say that. Like, I was too distracted by the craziness that was Ren and Stimpy and like the stories of everything else that was going on. Because that was it, where it was like, okay, I understand what Ren and Stimpy is trying to do, and I understand what Rocco is trying to do, but like those two cartoons, especially when I was much younger, were just so off the wall mm-hmm. that sometimes when you watched it it was like Jesus am I getting a fucking toothache like yeah. <laughs> so, like like it was great but like sometimes you're just like alright I need to chill I'm coming home yeah. from a long day of second <laughs> grade <laughs> like like the, just relax it, so the jokes I never with kitty litter always made me just I, I, I would just like stop and it's like okay I know he's eating shit on, <laughs> on, <laughs> stop and think about what I'm doing they it, joke with the fucking uh, sausage between the two. I I, oh. I don't know, but there's so many sex jokes in Ren and Stimpy. So way worse. Oh, Ren and Stimpy. Way worse than Rocco. Uh, yeah, oh no, yeah. Say, oh yeah. Well, because we because we all then know what John, John K, K ended up creep. being. Like he was a yeah. fucking John asshole. A creep. Yep. I'll say that on the air. John K is a creep. Yep. I I, I thought no, I he's thought he's a j- fucking asshole. Fuck John <laughs> K. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I watched a car- closed captions where they like review cartoons. And he is just such a dick, and you can tell by the way he's talking, dude. He's just, oh my god, I want to hang out with that he's... guy. I like Ren and Stimpy. Just I love one Ren interview. and Stimpy. But... And then a punch in the face afterwards. Dude, and we're he's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Travolta. It's like, no one fucking cares, man. It's, it sucks that his, his own personality ruined the legacy of that show. Uh-huh. Because, like, to be honest with you... Bob Camp's still a cool guy. Oh, Bob Camp is awesome. Yeah. He, he's, he's really cool with our other engineer who works here. Nice. So... Noted. It's crazy oh, yeah. because <laughs> it because we were supposed to get a lot of cool Ren and Stimpy stuff in the last couple of years. Before the last SpongeBob movie came out, mm. we were supposed to get a Ren and Stimpy short in front of the newest one mm-hmm. that was coming out. And then they announced it, and then everything that went on with John Kay, they were like, 
Let's not back away. Yeah, let's back away. Which I which I understand yeah. and I respect right. them New for school, doing Hollywood, it. Hollywood man. But it, uh-huh. at the same time, it's like I wish I could just celebrate the show and not the man. Yeah, right. you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. doesn't have to. You can just watch and enjoy the episodes. Download it illegally off the internet friends. and give them none yeah, of your money. Beers, torrent them. And yeah. fucking hell yeah. BitTorrent the whole I, way through. I, fuck you, I, okay. Yeah. I I, I endorse buying Blu-ray. But hey, this is me. <laughs> HD DVD, why not? I support our digital overlords. <laughs> Favorite episodes. Dude, I like the early ones where uh, w- wait, did you see the movie that they put out on Netflix? Mm-mm. Static Shock? Static Cling. Static Cling. Yeah. Um everyone came back. And, and we're Skipping over one big thing here, that um, the guy from Reno 911 is the voice of Rocco. No. Oh, wait. Heavy no, mustache. I did see, Heavy I mustache. Did yeah. see uh, the Lennon. fucking... Yeah. I did see the no, not Tom, on Netflix. Uh, not Tom Lennon? Not Tom Lennon. Oh. The other guy that had the thick mustache and the aviators. Oh, I can't think of his fucking name. Oh, okay. It was like a celebration of the whole show, yep. I remember. Yeah. Oh, my God. It reminded it was... me a lot of the Invader Zim, which was similar. Mm-hmm. It was just all the characters came back for one final thing. Yeah, yeah and I loved it. And um, Joe, uh, Joe Murray is actually the voice of Ed Bighead's son. And so he had a much bigger role throughout the entire movie and it was so cool because like that obviously got him back on so you know he's part of the writing staff at least to some degree and it was such a good watch man it felt like the original shit but they acknowledge that they've been gone for 20 something years right off the bat the episode where they go into space is pretty great and they they like they go in and it's the bananas and the monkey Remember, and they they just get la- they all get launched together, and then like twenty years later, but in time they were still young. They come back, mm-hmm. and everyone's old, and it's like I'm your kid. Like the, this, just a. <laughs> I like the uh, when Heifer invites Rocco to his family's house for yes. the first time. Oh yeah, and, and you like, finally yeah. see that one he's an adopted kid, and two it's by wolves. Yeah, that, <laughs> never knew that <laughs> grandpa is the best old man in cartoon history. And now somehow he's like, oh, by the way, don't mention you're a wallaby because he hates wallabies. <laughs> oh yeah, he's old. <laughs> and, and then the grandpa's just like, I smell a beaver. You're a beaver, right? It's like, a beaver. Right. And yeah. all of the beaver jokes that came out of that, <laughs> oh, I'm <man>. sure. <laughs> this beaver looks safe. Oh yeah, we were just watching a clip of him. They At go the to carnival. A carnival. Yeah. And that's the Ferris wheel is just a beaver. He's like, this beaver looks safe, and he hops right on. It was not safe. <laughs> there's, oh. a, there's a sink. There's a toilet. Oh, the beaver joke. <laughs> so funny. Jay, what's your what you got? Favorite, favorite episode? episode? Favorite. So many, but one of my favorites has to be the one where I forget exactly. He's like planning for like a house party, and there's something wrong with his bathroom, and he calls like. Uh, like whatever, like home improvement, like guy in the oh the yeah, fix it. Yes. and then he assumes <laughs> that... he's just gonna fix the bathroom, but the home improvement guy ends up making every single room in his house into a bathroom. <laughs> so he's just kind of like, what the? And it, my favorite scene is where he's just going through every single room. He's like, my bedroom's a bathroom, my closet's a bathroom, my bathroom's a bathroom. Well, I guess that's okay. And he's like, my ballroom is a bathroom, and he has a random ballroom in his house that just is also a bathroom. Like, Oh, my God. Can never have enough bathrooms. <laughs> Dude, all of those characters, like Heifer. Oh shit! What? I, I just I forgot about that moment. Oh, I'm, Heifer going, gets I'm going down a list of sorry. I'm going down a list of of moments from Rocco because I haven't watched this show in years. Yeah, and yeah. it's all coming back. Oh, where I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, oh my god, 
Oh my god, what the fuck? That's what this whole podcast is. We are nostalgically contagious. Like, that's oh what it is. God. We will ruin the show for Dude, you. Look up the scene. It over ruined beers. itself in a wonderful way. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> old enough to recognize what's happening. Like when uh, heifers shit all over the lawn. They were trying to find yep. fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they play Flight of the Valkyries. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> While he's going. <gasps> he's like making all these ridiculous faces. Yeah. <laughs> and now whenever he, I take a shit, I hear across Flight of the Valkyries. Every single time every I sit s- on a pot. <laughs> oh my god. No, you should look up the one where uh, Rocco's picking berries out of a bush and he grabs a pear that suddenly retract into the bush and a bear jumps out of the bush, bush <laughs> grabbing his crotch. <laughs> mm, super subtle Nickelodeon way to go. That's oh a joke god. about balls. Mrs. Big, Mrs. Bighead has been naked at least three times. Oh, show. yeah. yeah. Miss Bighead is just lavacious. I'm pretty man. sure she. There was a whole episode where she tried to get with Rocco pretty hard. Oh, just yeah. To get back Rocco, I need some work done around the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I'm actually kind of busy. And she's like, now. And she just grabs him. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there's also the big, uh, fat uh, hippo lady. Gets How him stuck dare in all the, you? Yes, stuck in every like, crevice. He'll like not even like pay attention to where he's running, and he'll run right mm-hmm. into her butt. <laughs> yeah. And like, yep. he's always, yeah, yeah. He's lunch. trying to get around her at the grocery store. Yep. He yep. just just gets stuck in the side fat of her one crack. butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, it's, she's so big. It's just the side fat of the yeah. Oh or, my god. Uh, what a great show! I'm but, glad that they bought it back as a special, not yes. as a series. Yeah. That would have been they would have been trying. That would have been overkill. And I feel like with literally all of the crew going on to bigger and better things, mm-hmm. it would have not been the same. No. No. Yeah. No. They, they got to, to celebrate people. their creation together. Right. You know, one last time. But, I mean, making him drag out a whole another season. It's kind of wild, too, because I was just reading this about Static Cling, is that it's written by a guy, uh, co-written by a guy named Michael Olson. Michael is the father of a woman named... Uh, Olivia Olsen, who voices Marceline oh, on, dope. on Adventure, Adventure Time, Time wow. but she's also on Phineas and Ferb, which was created, created by, by Dan, Dan Povemeyer, who was then on Rocco's Modern Life. Six so degrees it's like of a Rocco. Whole, uh, it's it's a, a whole thing. thing it's yeah. when you realize how close those old school creators are. Oh, yeah. I have I watched a whole thing of behind the scenes and they said it was the most like vetted animation people have said it's the best job they've ever had the most fun at any animation studio they've ever had and it, they weren't even in Nickelodeon Studios they were on just a random spot on Ventura Boulevard and just yeah. like cracked it out every day like each title card was hand painted that's huh. fucking and and certain scenes within the show like when Dilbert finds the uh, fortune cookie thing that like is the end of his entire yeah. de- life, and he's like the worst. Oh fuck, I have it. What? So, but a lot of those gags also get carried over to Spun. You like you see where a lot of right. these awesome gags of, oh, get yeah. carried over to these awesome other shows, like the like the really ugly close-ups that they yeah. would have on Spun. Yeah, yeah. And painted, yep. yeah. which were always hilarious. Yeah, yep. they did. They did a great job with SpongeBob. Does it look like I, will, I want to eat a uh, Krabby Patty? And it's just Squidward's face, like <laughs> clenching <laughs> everything. Like I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, but oh, the, oh, for the record, the fortune cookie was bad. Like bad luck and misfortune yes. will infest your, your pathetic mis- soul for all eternity. But he pathetic keeps getting soul. it over and over again. And then yeah, he just opening, opening, opening. And then he's <laughs> supposed to appear on a game show, and he's got like all of the lucky charms all over him. Any <laughs> Mister Lucky. He fucking spins it and is like blindfolded the whole time, and the wheel of 
obliterates the earth. Yes, I just remember that. Mows down, it mows down the intro. Yeah. It mows down the intro. It breaks the fourth wall. There's all this random mayhem that's happening unrelated to the wheel that they show. Yep. <laughs> just like one cut after another. And just... then it slowly rolls back into place on the wheel and lands on a win. The curse is broken. Yeah. Everything's fine, even though the earth is fucking destroyed. There is one scene. There is there's one episode where Heifer has to leave home. And I think oh, it is the like funniest quest. It's the funniest, most relatable scene in the show for me. I just remembered it. Um, he's like living up in top of the choky chicken. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was living in that spinning chicken, and um, his mom calls him to see how he's doing. And it goes through all these cuts. He's like trudging through snow in the fucking Antarctic, and he's on the phone with his mom. It's like, no, I'm fine, mom. I don't need to come home. And he's like on a torture rack, getting stretched. It's like, no, mom, no, really, I'm doing great on my own. I can do it. I'm fine. <laughs> he's getting whipped, like chained to something. He might have liked it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when my mom calls. It's like I could I could be dying and be like, no, mom, I'm fine. Don't worry. Okay, bye. <laughs> I think the beach episode is the reason I had like a legitimate fear. Like cartoons were the reason I feared a couple of things, like quicksand, which mm. was never a thing, but pel- <laughs> pelicans because of this beach episode. Yes. Oh, the one eyed, the one eyed guy that yeah. stole that one spunky. fucked me up. Yeah. I was like afraid to go to the beach, and if I saw like a small animal or a pigeon, I'm like, you're gonna get caught. Like I was so scared. Yeah, you can't let cats be outdoors if there's hawks around. <laughs> A lot the food of, chain's a thing. <laughs> you were saying about irrational fear, fears from cartoons. I have so many irrational fears from airplanes from the airplane episode of Rock. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like like I'm like there are times where like I'm like, oh I want to go to the bathroom. Oh wait, is the, the food car coming up now? Because I can't just like <laughs> then I have to like spam around. Like, yeah. They just get nailed so many times yeah. with that. He runs out, runs up to, oh, the kid that runs yes, up to the, the yeah, top yeah, and runs yes. back down. Runs back up. And, He's oh like slapping every single seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been on that then, plane. No. And then when he. I'm when glad he, I'm not important. When he tries to. <laughs> flush I was related the, to that kid. Oh, when Rocco oh, tries. When Rocco tries to flesh out the little, the, the piece of like toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And then the plane just goes, goes down. Goes in a spot. Ever since then, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> and then he pulls it out. Yes. And then the plane is just fine. There was something you said. It was falling from the there was something you said earlier that I was like, you're you're totally right because Rocco, Rocco, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, and Doug were a part of that first generation <laughs> of Nick cartoons, and Nickelodeon was still very new with the the idea of doing Nicktoons. Mm-hmm. So as long as you stayed yet. on budget, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted that yep. kept it family friendly. Yep. Like people don't realize Nick was started by the dude who made MTV poppin' back in the day, Fred Seibert. Mm-hmm. Like they, he was at Hanna Barbera. Frederator. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he made that poppin', and then he moved over to Nick to kind of shoehorn that era in. God, I just and heard Frederator. Frederator. That exact thing on the word. Yeah. And he just recently left Frederator. Nah. He's gonna he's gonna be producing indie cartoons. He's going back to like okay his roots. I'm okay with it, okay with it too. It's named Frederator. Name like, it after I'm me, leaving and then Frederator. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do my own thing. Frederators like, become two. <laughs> that is the biggest mic drop in animation history, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty savage. Yeah, but, but it is really. I wish there was a way we could go back to that era of like just creator-driven shows. Like we're mm-hmm. kind of there, but there's still some restrictions. Like yep. there will, I don't think there will ever be. Not on the a networks. Rocco. Not or on the networks. Rugrats. It'll all be Dude. Netflix or some streaming where they can get away with more. 
but the networks are kind of dying out I mean, because of streaming there's things. There's but new, also, there's new cartoons that have merit, right? For sure. Like but yeah, they're still, of course, and they're, but they're so. still restricted. Yeah, I mean, sucks, the times but, are changing. Right. You watch old cartoons, and they get away with stuff that it was Absolutely. different back then. It was 20 years ago, you know? Oh, like, for sure. Right. It's it's not necessarily the show itself, what they're getting away with. It's the environment that they were allowed to create the mm-hmm. show in, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, times, yeah. that is something that I think is like lightning in a bottle that mm-hmm. I, re- I wish was you could capture again, but you just, you can't. You got Maybe it. on YouTube. Yeah, that's you know? it. Like, yep. you, that's the only type of freedom was, you are, you're really allowed. It was also a different time, too, given like, I mean, the cartoon platform isn't what it is today, obviously. Like, oh, for like sure. How many different like cartoons, like, of that nature were going on back then. So there, they were, there was definitely a golden era. Yeah, for they, sure. Yeah, yeah they, they they can only imagine so many big hits. Well, because up until that point, it was all like we were still coming off the era of like the Flint- Jets, uh, Jetsons yeah. reruns, mm-hmm. Flintstones reruns, the. 60, 67th Scooby Doo, not mm. judging Scooby Doo because I love that show, but like <laughs> still, like it was still the yeah. same recycled Hanna Barbera. Uh, right, and they stuff. were even like trying to make it fresh with again full circle crossovers. Yeah, Jetsons meet the Flintstones was like an iconic that, thing, and that was a, only the what the seventies or eighties. Yeah. 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 yeah, there wasn't even an, a nineties Jetsons movie. He got a promotion, mm. went and lived on an asteroid. I remember it. There was like crazy three D air quotes like motherfucker, but. 3D effects in there, and it was like early 90s, but like you can't I remember exactly, that movie, right? Oh my god, yeah, you're welcome. I remember, oh my god, it's like an I remember, earworm, but with your eyes, I remember <laughs> reading something like about that movie because they were doing test screenings of it, and mm. everyone was like really hyped to see a Jetsons movie. Uh-uh. And the, the credits were rolling, everyone was like, Yeah, for the credits, everyone was like going, Yeah, for everybody that was doing like in this test audience, and then Tiffany's name showed up as the voice of. Uh, George's daughter, I forgot what her name is, as Judy, Judy Jetson. Jetson. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Get <laughs> <laughs> the original back. I want to have a panel right now to discuss this. And every test theater burned to the ground. <laughs> the nerds will have their way. I, I just want to mention, uh, the writers, when they would write this show, they, they, uh, Santa whatever Boulevard, what was it? Oh, it was on uh, Ventura Boulevard. Ventura yeah. Boulevard in California. <laughs> they would go down the street and get burgers. And they would sit on a, around a table and just discuss ideas for the next episode around burgers. So in that vein, I bought a shit ton of White Castle. <laughs> and we we're going to go burgers. first into So it. we're going to try and come up with some cartoon ideas, guys? All right, I like yeah, the idea maybe, of maybe it. Maybe we could pitch some stuff I feel like after the studio time. I feel like the <laughs> studio is so full of everything that I'd ever want to put in cartoon. Oh, it's kind of skewing yeah. My, yeah. my creative vision right now. I would but, take two tabs in here and just lie on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's what no, I'd but... Rocco, we we got to talk about. Um... Do you remember the skiing episode? Yes, where everything yes. was five dollars. Five dollars, but yeah. he got charged for everything, <laughs> everything at this place. Like they were sitting enjoying cocoa in the fire, it just goes out, and then like a sign comes up. It's like five dollars for more fire. Like they get to the top of some ride, it's like, oh, if you want to do the rest of the ride, it's five dollars. Like, like, what the fuck? I'm stuck up here. It's like, oh, you want the cheap way down? Just drop you. Like, I I just want to talk about like the mo- like the most random things that they paid attention to. Like there are clearly some drug dreams going on in here though, because oh, uh, like they even talked about how the flashbacks in this show, depending on who the flashback was by. That is like there was differences. Like they yeah, could have two flashbacks about the same yeah. moment in the same episode. Oh, yeah. And there's like clothing changes and attitude changes because they understand that like 
the individual is going to remember something differently. And they did that on a fucking 90s cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good trope for a 90s cartoon. That's, that's uh, that attention to detail. You know? Fuck. I love Especially that Especially when your audience are, is children. Children. Like, it's like, anthropomorphic cartoon characters of animals. You know, like it's like you're really expecting them to pick up on this, but at a certain point, like you're kind of doing yeah. it for yourself. But like as a storyteller, yeah. yep. it's like I know it's, it's like there, I want to like, write something good. Like sure, for why? Like I won't say shit, but you know, even like, the character development on on Filbert though, like the dude was ner- like you said before, he was a nothing character, mm-hmm. and then the fucker finds a girlfriend, gets married, has kids. Mm-hmm. Doctor yeah, Hutchinson the, with the yes. box, yeah. Which he the, moves up, he, he moves up the ladder, man. Yeah. He can't be a dentist, but he marries one. Well, the, the, the whole Doctor Hutchinson. Her being created is hilarious because somebody said to uh, Joe Murray, hey, you know what? I just need a strong female character in the show. Just make me a professional woman and give her a hook. Okay. And he he took it literally. And there she is. I swear to God. I I read this and I died laughing. Give give her a hook. That is oh, my favorite. Oh my God. You can't even get mad at that because no. that's funny. No, that's, that's so funny. fucking perfect. And that's... then it was such a big part of her character. Her mom Can't... had her <laughs> mom had two hooks. Yeah, the two. Oh hooks. Yeah. yeah, that's not even her actual hook. Her hook is the way she says "k." Yeah, that's and snaps she, her yeah. fucking she does have at a, a hook. ninety yeah. degree angle. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. And then she had to be a dentist. Like, oh, of course, without the hook. Yeah. Yeah. But her mom has two I mean, they hooks for hands. They could have gone bigger. They could have made her a doctor. And then when they have kids, some of the kids have hands. <laughs> they just have randomly uh, have hook for hands. hands. Like, oh my god, to go that is on so many levels. <laughs> I am in love with this show. That is a great running gag with her. Give her a hook. The kids just don't okay. have hands. That was the first time I watched a cartoon where it was two characters developing a relationship that led to getting married. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah, was, the a, now was it's every sitcom, but never, we weren't on sitcoms. I, not in sitcoms mm-hmm. because. Fuck gave a fuck about a sitcom when you're mm-hmm. like eight or nine years old, mm-hmm. and I mean exactly. even then you don't give a fuck about marriage. But at the same time, you're like, they're oh, that's to, cool. They're grown ups. They're supposed yeah. to. Do I this. mean, kids have a concept of it enough, right? To but say you don't we're getting at... married, and they know what's going right. on, right? Yeah. But to see a a turtle, and she was a cat, I believe, a cat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to see that on that level, it's like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's a turn mm-hmm. the page, wash your hands, guy. Oh wait, he's growing. Yep. Oh, he's falling. Oh wait, like these characters are developing. He gets over yeah. his stage fright. Exactly. He becomes he a lounge really singer. Yes. yes. Yeah. A great episode hair. with real lounge singers. I don't know the names. I don't have it on the top of my head. Couldn't. But have. they had real lounge singers guest star, and the minute he starts singing, it's a different dude. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I. Could I grab one of those? Sure. Yeah. We're in. drinking brews on More this King podcast. Brews. We got another head high going, and he's got a blueberry island. Blueberry. Nice. I don't know if you guys knew this, but did you? Because uh, I don't even think he revealed this until Static Kling uh, when he was doing interviews. But Joe Murray, the guy who created Rock. Rocco, <laughs> had a very interesting relationship with the show. Like he loves it, of course. He, right. He wouldn't have come back to do it. But did you know that when Rocco, not to sound kind of downer but bef- two months before Rocco got into production his wife died oh she, no yeah. Yeah, she, she had passed away yeah. and yeah. and it's crazy to see what went into that show and what came out of it mm-hmm. to, from a man who was in so much pain yeah. mm-hmm. from what happened because he yeah. blamed Rocco he, really? Like, he blamed Rocco because he was like, if the show hadn't taken off, he was like, he was leaving her. It was stuff like that. Yeah, it was went, it going was, through a dark period until it got picked up for season two. And then he's like, shit, I'm not moving back home. And then he yeah. left after season three. 
he I, handed yeah. it over to Steven Hillenburg, and that's when mm-hmm. that's when Rocco kind of fully went like, oh fuck, because yeah, I think that was torch. it. Only went one I, more season, I think. Yeah, because Steven's season was the last, I yeah. think, and it was Steven mm-hmm. really clearly exercising his muscles to get ready for SpongeBob. Because I think yeah. at this point, back in the day, cartoons only aired for like fifty-two episodes. That was yeah. it. If mm-hmm. you got past that point, you were SpongeBob or Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah. it was 52. Right. So when Rocco came up to the end of the 52, they knew it was over. Mm-hmm. So Steven, I think, at this point took over and yeah. Murray left. And, and Steven was I guess fine. That was he like was like a like, carbon copy contract for right. new acts. Yeah. And at that point, he was just like, I'm out. If if Joe's not coming back or he only signed on for one more season, we don't have to keep going. And Joe was like, Yeah, cut, cut it loose, dude. We're fine. I'm cool with this. This is my legacy, and just keep it going. Yeah. Or if it's time, it's time, and I'm okay with that. And, and he didn't do another cartoon for years mm-mm. until 2005 when he did Camp Laszlo. Mm-hmm. And I nice. love that show. That's a great show. That was. Yeah. And you can tell. You can tell by the way he did the characters. All of them. They are drawn like Rocco characters. Yeah. Even the, the like anthropomorphic animal like people. That yeah. and the buildings are like that tilt like everything just slightly mm-hmm. in, in just last wacky. Love, yeah. but I, I mean to the degree in Rocco everything was just always slumped and everything mm-hmm. well, o, o town and before uh, before you move on a little bit do you know did you know that Laszlo was supposed to be on Nickelodeon and, and the they... finale of Laszlo we figure out who who the camp counselor actually is and it was this old guy that was locked away, and the, and the fucking the main counselor that we've been with the whole show was just some guy. Originally, the camp counselor that got hidden away was, was su- no, was supposed to be Heifer. Oh, oh dude, that would be uh, awesome. Why and he would have been it? so content living there that whole time as long as they fed him. Heifer, I can see <laughs> it now. He would have been like pig and shit happy, just like mm-hmm, thanks. Guys. By the way, I want to try pasture puppies and sugar chunk cereal. Yes, and choky chicken. There's so many good sounding foods in the show. They're pulling on the chicken. It looks chewy and delicious. I think there is an episode where you go to the Chokey Chicken Factory and Mm -hmm. we'll change your opinion on that. But (laughs) yeah, I remember Karen goes in for a job interview and then she comes out as packaged as my name is Karen. Oh my God, they just (laughs) killed that bitch. Yeah, Yeah, it was another chicken. She goes into a job interview. She comes out packaged as chicken. Karen, They killed that bitch. And it was... It was another chicken that did it. He sold out his own. Yep. Mm, man. Dark days, man. Wait, so what do you think? Was Rocco like an early inception of like Bojack? Like in, Not like that in, level dark, I wouldn't no, say. No. I mean I mean definitely like they brought another level of like mental health like issues with it, right. Bojack, but I mean like they had dealt with real young adult problems in this show. They, and they were yeah. anthropomorphic cartoon characters of animals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. right up the same alley, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There were yeah. some dark endings to some of those things on Rocco. Like, yeah. like halfway oh, yeah. through, you, you're like, oh, my God, I feel uncomfortable. As a fucking five-year-old watching it, it's like, mm. I'm uncomfortable. This is, like, not how life should be going. I've seen otherwise with my parents showing me Disney movies my entire life. Yeah. But then it's just, like, the movie. And then they're like, okay, we're cool by the end of this. And it's quirky and funny, but yeah. it's like. That's super interesting. You still like, had that ride in the middle. I you're think- like. Yeah, you're oh. right. But I also there is some sort of line between Rocco and what would become Bojack. Bojack, Bojack mm-hmm. is very direct it's, with people's yeah. problems. Bo- but I'm curious Rocco as to like more jokes. what Rocco would lead to that would then lead to Bojack. Because well, I don't feel like it was being, yeah. 
the there's probably something in between. Yeah. yeah. Where like Mission Hill or something. Yeah, Mission they're, Hill. They're, they're not cartoon animals, but. Well, whereas Rocco would just like hit that low dip where you're having that stress moment and then mm. at the end it lives off that comedy ending and like boop, 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 bam. Yeah, and there's like a sense of karma. Bojack is like, haha, we might end that funny way and then dark. Yeah. Somebody died. Bojack did an episode about a funeral. A whole yeah. episode. <laughs> That's, it, yeah. The Lindsay Lohan character was the sad. Uh, I. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What's her name? I'm oh. watching her then watch a movie and don't know what's about to happen. Spoiler. Damn. Well, she ODs. Yeah. And fair. you're just like, oh, that's how that episode ended. I thought it was gonna be funny and wholesome. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Can so. we go to the planetarium? <laughs> oh man. Oh no. 8:42. <laughs> All right. Well, this Rocko's has been Rocco's Modern Life. I I am. So happy we got to do this episode. I feel like this is we did Hey Arnold first. I feel like Rocco had to be touched next. Ren and Stimpy is up there, but like yeah. this is as far as quality cartoons that Nickelodeon put out, it is. Oh, uh, dude, it stands the, the test top. of time for sure. Absolutely, hands down. Absolutely. I, uh, so. I would like to thank Jay Rashid for being on and the Kahuna. You can check out his band on the ones and twos. Oh yeah, my my band. Uh, we just released uh, my band's Kill the Engine. We, Kill uh, the Engine, bro. I've heard. Yeah. 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 Uh, me and Joe have a mutual friend in the band, Matt. Matt, Matt Gurney. Gurney. What's yeah, up, bud? He's the man. Uh, we just released a single, two singles on, uh, it's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. It's called Roman Candle, and another one's called 700. Oh, yeah, there we are. Hell, yeah. yeah. Kill yeah. the Engine, Roman Candle, 700. You have more likes than us. We Jay Rashid is the drummer to this band. <laughs> That keeps him fit, man. I want to have him on a drum battle on a show someday. I'm <laughs> making it. plans. I'm making plans, dude. <laughs> I got my guy Brian Suzuki, oh, and he's going to verse you. He's from the damn long hair. And there's everybody's oh, yeah? favorite yeah. gender up okay. front. Have you heard of them? Yeah. yeah. They're going to verse you. It's okay. a drum battle. All right. I'm going to do a Russian <laughs> accent. Okay. I'm going to put video <laughs> up along with this. <laughs> and there's everybody's favorite gender up front. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening to the Rocco episode. Uh, we love you, uh, and uh, we got a few more episodes coming out, so uh, stay tuned. Love you. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Stay tuned. We'll sit down in our regalia by my nephew from Australia. Willie wouldn't know a cow pie if it slapped him on the rear. He can't ride a rope or wrangle or play a good triangle. And his best friend on the planet is a steer. Rocco! Yes, Rocco was his name. Rocco! Rode some carrying to fame. Saved a whole truckload of cattle sitting high up in his saddle. And he always keeps his shirt so nicely pressed. Rocco had a bandana that was red. Rocco tamed a horsey that was dead. He came over from down under. He was a real marsupial wonder. Rocco, the wallaby of the West. He came over from down under. Got a voice as big as thunder. Rocco, the wallaby.